If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome, welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where, where today's show, who knows where it's going to go? Who knows, who knows where the podcast is going to go today? I, I mean, I do feel, and it's been coming, but I feel like every week on the podcast for the past couple of months, we've been like, oh, Portsloop crew. Oh, you've really caught us on a moment. Oh, we don't know. <laughs> and I feel like it's finally happened. I've been juddering and now I've really ground to a halt. Because the thing is, Jules, I am sick of it. I am sick of it. I'm sick of myself. I'm sick of these leggings. I'm sick of it. I'm absolutely, oh my gosh, I just, I have no other words other than I'm sick of it all. Um, so much so that I spent an extortionate amount on uh, knitwear last night. Just... Well, you are preaching. You are preaching. You want to talk about splurges on knitwear? <laughs> I am your audience. Oh, <laughs> I don't even care I... if the Portsmouth crew don't want to hear this. I want to hear it all. <laughs> just, I don't know. This just online shopping feels like one of the only things left to do. It's just, I'm sick of going for a walk. I'm sick of not washing my hair because there's nothing to wash it for. And yes, of course, there is the argument that I could wash it and put makeup on to sit in my own house. But I, I'm sick of, I'm so sick of myself that I can't be bothered. I can't, that's what's happened. The motivation, the last, the last kernel of motivation I had to do anything, right, other than keep myself as clean as I need to, to be a functioning human. That's it. That's the, uh, that's all there is left. I am done. Well, today, today, I can't see said leggings, but what I can see, and what I did say Port's new crew when Sarah answered the FaceTime was, are you wearing a neutral cardigan? What's <laughs> happened? <laughs> and which leg? I, yeah, I am sick. I've, I've just got Port's new crew. I've got sick of myself. I need a reinvention. And also I was saying to Jules, 
so when we moved into the house, like the house, everything with the house has ground to a halt. We've been here for nearly seven weeks. And like the, the things that are in boxes, oh, I, I mean, I'm tempted to just send them to the store right now. <laughs> yeah. you know? I know I'm exactly to just what you mean. Take them and say, well, whatever's in them, goodbye. I'm done. <laughs> No, you um, will need that suitcase, Sarah. We oh, will travel again. I will need my passport, I'm sure. You're right. <laughs> so, um, but like everything with the house is ground to a halt. The three cases of clothes that I brought to the house, I, I was like, right, what I'm going to do is, because I've got a nice new wardrobe, I'm only going to, the first things that I'm going to hang in the wardrobes wardrobe are things that I love like non-negotiables like I'd grab them in a house fire I love these items right so I hung those up first lovely and then I looked at the rest of the stuff I was like this is all dead to me this is all I don't want to sully my beautiful special items with these old rags and so yeah consequently I am completely I'm renovating myself I, well, that's what I'm doing. As I said to Sarah, this Sarah at the moment, uh, dear listener, is in what I refer to as the cocoon. She's cocooning. Yeah. Mm, and that's right. like, like all icons, we all must go through the cocoon. <laughs> Lady Gaga's meat dress, she's yeah. cocooned. That's a cocoon yeah. that went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good example of somebody who came out of the cocoon too soon. That's what yeah. happened there. Yes. So if, you know, any of you contemplating a spam dress, no, you are not ready to come out of the cocoon. (laughs) Get back in. That's, that's, I think, part of the fun of being, you know, like a creative human being. We can cocoon and you can reinvent and it's a good Mm. time to cocoon. Also, Sarah, spring is upon us. This is new (gasps) beginning. This is the time for, you know happiness and positivity and like you're you're manifesting that and I fully yeah. I fully understand because when we moved to Faversham like I look at things in my wardrobe now and I'm like oh that's so West London I wouldn't wear that here <laughs> um, and I'm like why have I got this is this my London yeah. wardrobe that I'm never gonna wear I, all I do is live in massive jumpers and wellies and the yeah thing is, You've mo- you've moved out a bit. You're not that zone two girl anymore. No, no, uh, no I'm really not. I think that was zone one, actually. I'll have you know. I was just on the <laughs> I knew you were going to correct me. I was like, if it's zone one, <laughs> she'll correct me. <laughs> no, I think it was on the line. I think it splits at Camden, actually. So you've just got away <laughs> with it, actually. But you're right. Yeah. And also, I'm just in. Like, I'm just in all the time, you know? Anyway, I think you'll like this. I texted uh, our hairdresser, Michael. I texted him at midnight last night. I was like, Michael, I'm sick of myself. He was like, let me get the book tomorrow. I was like, book me in. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it all. But one thing that I did do, actually, because I'm, I'm, oh gosh, I went and I booked online. I went on Treatwell. I've booked in. I'm having the lot. I'm getting waxed. I'm having an eyelash tint. I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting my feet done. I I will be in the salon on the 12th of April all day. Don't call me. Don't expect me to do anything. 
because that's where I will be and I will emerge like stars in their eyes through the smoke as they open the door to let me back out <laughs> onto the pavement. Just for your walk home. <laughs> yes, that's right, just for my walk home. But I am in the mood for spring, which as you know, normally I'm quite mournful at this time of year because as you know, I adore autumn and winter. But there's something about this spring that I am here for. I am really, really up for spring this I'm time. I'm raising a hand, dear listener. Um, spring is my favourite season yeah. and I, I believe it is often overlooked because you're either mourning winter or too excited for summer. And actually, what I do think that lockdown has given us is an appreciation of spring because mm. what I love about spring is it's hopeful. You see the yes. buds on the trees, you see the blossom coming, you're like, here we go. The wardrobe changeovers start, the cocooning happens. This is all yeah. part of the process. And this is probably why you've booked in for that, sounds heavy duty, MOT yeah. with Treatwell. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was um, like, what's the, uh, what's the earliest? What's the very earliest? When are you opening? She's like, we're reopening on the 12th. And she was like, I could book you in at nine. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Let's, let's not steady. get silly. Come on, make it 10. I don't, have to, I don't, want, don't need to be there at nine. Don't be silly. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> Who do you think I am? Hang on, steady on. <laughs> oh, good. No, you've made me feel much better about it, darling. You made me feel much better my, about my cocooning because honestly... I really got sick of it, sick of myself, sick of it all was, was where I was at yesterday. You've actually made me think that I need to get, um, I need to get a haircut booked in. That's perfect, yeah. thanks. Do it. Anyway, I will tell you somebody, somebody within my periphery zones that's sick of it all at the moment, and that's Dutch. Mm. Now, um, Dutch mm. has had, we are both deeply homesick at the moment. In the first lockdown, you know, <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were gonna say, we're both deeply homosexual. I was like, oh darling, I think, I don't think you need to explain that. <laughs> yes, I'm just gonna walk you through this presentation. <laughs> well, hang on a minute, are you coming out? What, what is this? <laughs> if you'd like to refer to slide six, which is, which is <laughs> Gloria Gaynor. I'm, I'm telling you, forgive me, I, I never realised you hadn't done this. We're both deeply homosexual. <laughs> I don't think I actually, I never really did come out. It just kind of, it just kind of happened on its own. Yeah, yeah of course it did. It was the carnival float, the pre-rehearsed <laughs> choir. The fact that, the fact that Diana Ross was flown in. That's what really did it. <laughs> I, oh, oh dear God. me. Um, but somebody <laughs> who has had enough is Dutch at the moment. Yep. Now we are both homesick. Um, yep, yep. So I, I'm now craving the North in, in indescribable ways. And I think the fact that we've moved further south, I'm like yeah. literally just the twinge of a Northern accent. And I'm, I look like Willow yeah. running towards <laughs> That's somebody. That's it. The mention, <laughs> the mention of a chippy tea. It's bringing a tear to the eye. <laughs> um, but also, you know, we're both very homesick to get to the Netherlands. Now, Dutch has had his parents send a whole um, 
little care package from the Netherlands, including mm. uh, his favorite cumin cheese,、um, a couple of pairs of jeans that he buys because Dutch is so tall. He has to buy Dutch jeans because they're、yes. fitted for lanky six foot fibers.、Um, and then, anyway, he's like, there's jams, there's all sorts of things in there. So it got sent by UPS. It got picked up. It was a bit of an ordeal with the packing and everything. Anyway, it got picked up. Well, because of Brexit, it's been stuck. Oh, it's no. been stuck. And if Dutch is, if there's one thing Dutch is, and my love is, it is the he is the most impatient person I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah.、Um, which for me, being the most patient person on earth, it's a quite a juxtaposition. Anyway,、yeah. Dutch. Thank and, and, God. So, <laughs> Dutch at the start was like, it's stuck, it's stuck. We, we can't get it here. We can't get it here. I was like, calm down, my love. It will just arrive. It's okay. You know. He's like, but there's cheese in there. I'm like, it's cold. The warehouse will be、yeah. cold. They're not going to be. They're not going to be heating up your package. Don't worry about no. it. No. Anyway, also,、Sarah. I've had that cheese. I've had that cumin cheese, the exact one you're talking about. I think I found it in your fridge one day and got really stuck in. <laughs> yeah. um, it's freeze packed, isn't it? It's freeze packed. This isn't from the deli counter. Yeah, no, no, no. It's vacuum like... packed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway,、um, I <laughs> I woke up one morning to the aggressive sound of Dutch's thumbs on his keyboard, and I was like, <laughs> I say,、like, what's going on? He's like. I'm writing a complaint letter to the CEO of UPS. I was like, "What? Just hang on a minute." I was like, "Let me just have my probiotic and let's go through this." <laughs> so, so I read Dutch's email, and it was like things, you know, things are stuck, things are stuck. And my favorite, my absolute favorite part of this email, and this is how you can tell that we're deeply homosexual. In bold font, it said. There are incredibly important documents within that that must be signed, and time is running out. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Oh my god, this is the the most dramatic thing!" And such brilliant, such a like. Anyway, very good, very good to say. This time sensitive documents. I wouldn't have thought of that. That is good. So anyway, it then unveils that there was no response from said email. So Dutch、okay. did what any Dutch did what any impatient person would do in this crisis and took to social media. Now, any of you who follow Dutch will have seen his various story reshares of love of posts from the UPS Instagram account, all of which I have de- <laughs> all of which I have declined resharing for very clear purposes. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So, so he's then been commenting. They did a post that was about their、um, their、uh, efficiency of posting and delivering packages. To which he was like, "This is all lies. This is all lies. <laughs> I'm still waiting." <laughs> <laughs> to which now he's basically he's basically trolled UPS and has got has got somebody in. Uh, the shipping port in the Netherlands. He's personally sending Dutch photos and updates of Dutch's parcel being loaded onto the van and things like it's in place. And I was like, I was like, you've really taken it to new extremes. Yeah, yeah I think he's done very on, well. Well, at first, Sarah, I was. Between you and I, completely mortified, and was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. But actually, I've got to give credit to him, like an、yeah. old dog with a bone. It, he's not given up. <laughs> he's not given up. And so, so I, in, I assume it, at the time of recording, where is it? 
It is literally at the beach waters about to be sent over. It's about to be sent. And Dutch said, <laughs> it has to go to UPS's warehouse in London. So obviously it has to come through Kent. And Dutch was like, I've got a right mind to just meet them at Dover. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like no. Could, why not park the car across the road, <laughs> stopping the van like some sort of modern day highwayman? Now look, now listen here. <laughs> you hand it over. You hand it over right now. <laughs> so that, oh, that's what's gosh. happening while, you know, while we're oh, all getting really exciting. bored in lockdown. Dutch has yeah. really taken to trolling big corporate businesses. You know, the thing is, though, you need a project. You need a project, whatever that project ends up being, you need to throw yourself into something. You need a purpose. You need a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And if that's chasing UPS, well, so be it. If that's where the target is, all power to you, Dutch. Marvelous. And let's just, his line that I keep in the bold font, there are important documents enclosed within that that need yeah. to be signed and time and is time running is out. time is running out. <laughs> It's like an ITV drama. Isn't it? I, know. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. That is, I mean, you must keep us posted. You must let us I know. Will. What I will, of course. Goes it would be cruel that. not to, really. Yeah, it, it would, would be cruel not to. It would. Well, of course, there'll be an enormous payoff, I imagine, on Dutch's Instagram when it finally does, you know, I can't even imagine. He should do a countdown. Oh, you'll think it, you'll see it and think it's New Year. There'll be that yes. much celebration. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Will we do a bit of correspondence? Let's. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I actually had an amazing Instagram oh, uh, earlier. The Instagram handle is the Diary of Me and Mine, which I thought was exquisite. Ooh, that and, um, is fun. 
going back to the roots while building my wardrobe, this Sarah Powell has the logie and I wonder if they even invented veggie lemsips for Jules von Hepp, belly laughing whilst reading the instructions. Um, a, I really enjoyed, I was like, oh, she had the logie last week. Oh, no, no, no. She's gone no. back through the bolts. I was yeah. like, you need to be more specific. Sarah has the logie a lot. Um, and also, <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm feeling know much better. Invented... Thanks for asking. Oh, good. I don't know if they have invented um, veggie lemsip. Who knows? No. Well, of course, you would never need to know, darling, because you're fit as a butcher's dog at any time. <laughs> and I've just seen, I've just seen the, the very same post. And I can confirm that was the 6th of May, 2016. That's how far back she's gone. And the title of the episode was Jules and Sarah with the Happy Meal Aftermath. So who knows? <laughs> I think that was about June, wasn't it? I think that was June when she goes for her. I mean, these were the heady days when June used to um, June used to drive down to Devon, stop at the dr uh, McDonald's drive-through, get a happy meal with a coffee for my grandchild. For my grandchild that was in the car. There was no grandchild in the car. June just wanted the happy meal, and as if the people would have cared. Also, I didn't know this. You can ask for a happy meal without the box or the toy. You can specify that. You can say, there's no need to pretend. There's no need to pretend if that you are having the toy or the box. There's no well, judgment. enjoy yourself if you are going there. Enjoy yourself. Absolutely. Sorry, I'd just like to say that I've only just seen Katie Dennis's post. An 86-year-old grandmother has knitted uh, a peacock chair with full flora and fauna seen in the Facebook group. It is absolutely incredible. I would actually buy that chair and I kind of think Sarah would too. Yeah. <laughs> also, that is a kingfisher. Oh my God, I would buy that. Um, <laughs> Carly Wood says, Christ, that's an actual work of art. And Pippa Williamson says, that's absolutely beautiful. Such patience. It is. It really is. Oh my God, how lovely. And that is the sort of thing, that's the sort of quality content you can expect in the Portslough Crew Facebook group. Do get <laughs> in there. Do get in there. Now, this is a DM which has come in from SAS, right? This is SAS2801. I only discovered the podcast about a month ago and having listened to recent ones, I am now starting at the beginning and working my way through. I feel I have been missing out not having you two in my life before now. Cannot wait to be a long-time listener going forward and will 100% be officially writing to you with pen and paper. Might do a little roundup of my favourite moments as I make my way through the episodes. I did have a giggle when you were talking about having Dutch listeners and you both attempting to say hello in Dutch. I think the fact Jules is now with a Dutchman has meant it's got funnier with age. My name is also Sarah and I'm proud to have you in my name family, which is great. I don't remember us ever trying to say hello to Dutch listeners, but maybe that's where you started to manifest Dutch coming in. I actually believe I manifested Dutch way before the podcast because I remember oh talking God. to a friend about how I wanted the love of my life to be tall and blonde and from the Scandinavia region. Oh my Here God. Oh, yeah. you absolutely. Practically bibbity bobbity boo there, darling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to start that off, just marvellous. 
Um, we adore you for listening. Please, please do put pen to paper and write to us. We will give out the PO box address at the end of the podcast. But in the meantime, the Port Salou Crew Facebook group, or do slide into the DMs, and we'd absolutely, we'd love to have you. Now, Sheila and Ken, and can I just say, I have dined out on the story about Sheila's lucky horseshoe that she was oh worried my God, isn't it so that funny. they were going to, that she was worried that she they would think she'd stolen it and so she's keeping it in a glove box that <laughs> is i mean that's next level actually it is next level it is so funny so Sheila and Ken have gone from having no time on their hands because they're too busy packing to move house and sort everything out. You know, in those yeah. last few, final few weeks, you, oh, I mean, you were lucky bedlam. to get five minutes. You were lucky yeah. to even get a voice note. Whereas yeah. now, very available for chats. Very available for chats. Um, so I rang them yesterday for a little catch up and um, they pick up and the wind, <laughs> the wind was like, <laughs> that was like, that was like, we're just on our afternoon walk, just taking a turn. I was like, just up Ben Nevis. <laughs> I was like, well, good heavens, be careful. I was like, it sounds windy. And dad actually worked out that if he held it underneath his chin by his chest, that was where no wind could get to him. But it was, sure. very, I said, it's a very unflattering angle, Dad. I said, you've got a very weird, <laughs> you've got a very weird, like, <laughs> under profile. Like, his nose yeah. stuck out a lot further than we thought. Anyway, I said, so what have you been up to this week? He said, well, um, I've had a spiritual awakening in the woods oh, nearby. Oh I thought, God. oh, my God. <laughs> How terrifying. I'm, I'm telling you, horseshoes in the glove box, spiritual awakenings in the woods. This family is witchy AF, I'm telling you. <laughs> so anyway, Ken was like, I'd heard uh, in the far distance that there was a woodpecker amidst the woodland. So I took my binos and I went down to the woods to see if I could find it. It was a spotted woodpecker before you ask. I was like, right, okay. I said, well, did you find it? And he was like, he said, I was looking up. I bent down in the in the um in the leaves to look up and see if I could find it. I kept hearing the krr, krr, and so I went from tree to tree to tree. And he said and he said, oh all of a sudden gosh. it went deadly quiet and I felt something touch my shoulder. Yeah. And I said, Oh my god. And he said, I looked around and there was nothing in the woods and I decided that the spirits were talking to me. I was like, oh, gosh. He said, um, he said, the woodpecker turns out was directly above me. I saw oh, the woodpecker. Gosh. And he's like, I still to this day do not know if it was a woodpecker that tapped me on my shoulder or if it was a spirit from the woodland. So Ken has been having quite the I mean, that common is... experience <sighs> into the woods with ken is i said this is all very blair witch this is all very, getting a bit blair witch very obviously in my mind it's like a children's pantomime you know when there's somebody dressed up <laughs> as a tree with their twiggy fingers that like comes like, to life or or a woodpecker like in a big bird costume yes that's Hello. it that's it or they're kind of working in tandem together you know the tree almost coming down to embrace ken with its twig branch arms like that's this. deeply enjoyable I like that. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> 
Um, Sheila also going to be getting to grips with a vegetarian Wellington that I cooked recently. Oh. So, so she she wasn't really up for chatting yesterday. This lady was not for turning yesterday. She's got a lot on her mind, a lot on her plate with the waitress run. Speaking yeah. of speaking of a Wellington, how <laughs> is June? <laughs> oh, June. Now, the first thing I did just want to update you on um, was the Persian rug. Do you remember we spoke about the Persian rug? Yeah. You were in the market. Now, if you missed this Portsdou crew, June was get, trying her best to get rid of this Persian rug. She, you know, and it's I would like to say mm. an exquisite Persian rug because I did yeah. look at it to buy it. it but nice sadly, rug. this Persian rug was too big for the space yeah. that we had intended. This well, was no Aladdin's magic carpet. This was no. like Sultan's carpet. This, this was it's a great epic carpet. Quality. June's taken good care of it and it has been retasseled. She was very keen to push. Um, well, I'm delighted <laughs> to say, Jules, that after some thought and your rejection, um, we've had it. We have taken the rug. We've decided that we needed something to put our feet on. When we get out of bed in the morning, we realised we'd need a rug. And I said, June, we'll have it. Oh, she was thrilled. She was beside herself. So, of course... So, it didn't come down with Julian then? No, so it did. Julian rebooked? It did. Oh, it did. It did. No, no, no. Oh, no, June would never rebook. Absolutely. She'd wait. She'd wait until somebody drove up. She can't do that again. Um, no, she, it, it, we decided... I mean, it was touch and go because it was the night before. But I realised that I hadn't filled you in. But with regarding items on the van, did I tell you about the chair? Did There's I tell no you... There's been no chat about chairs. So, settle in, right? Because this is, this is quite the tale. So, in June's garage has been this sodding chair and it was somebody's in the family. It got passed down. So, it was passed around. Anyway, this chair was hanging around. So, Lorna had made the fatal mistake, my sister, of showing some interest in the foolish. chair. Very Deeply foolish. foolish. So June had very much earmarked the chair for her. And there was a lot of talk about recovering the chair because I need to say, and I really can't emphasise this enough, the chair was disgusting, right? It was this sort of horrible old brown, I don't even know how to describe the fabric. It was a horrible foam chair. Like the way, the way they were acting about it, you'd think it was some sort of antique heirloom and it was just a horrible chair, right? Also, it had the back of the head stain on it. It was like an armchair, like a winged armchair, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. You know how you are with, with, with yeah, like yeah. sinks. Toothbrushing, For me, yeah. stained fabric or worn fabric can set yeah. it. For me, that's like nails on a chalkboard. I mean, it is deeply upsetting, isn't it? Uh, something mm. to do. June, June felt it was something to do with uh, brill cream that had deeply affected it. Yeah, anyway, there was all this that talk erosive, about... <laughs> yes, erosive yes. brill cream. Oh, it's, it destroys fabrics, brill cream. <laughs> anyway, there was all this bloody talk about whether or not they were going to get it recovered, right? And they were in a stalemate over it because mum had offered to recover it as a Christmas present to Lorna, but they couldn't decide where they were gonna get it recovered. 
and how they were going to get it down to Lorna. And if you're losing the will to live with this story, I'm very grateful that you're still here. <laughs> yes, um, we all are. Because Lorna was like, it'll cost twice as much to reupholster it in London as it will in the North. But June was like, yes, but how much will it cost in transport? It was all very, very This dumb. is all anyway, very profits and loss. Absolutely. June, the day of the van. Bearing in mind the van had been booked had been talked about since August. June was like June saw her opportunity to get shot of the chair, right? Her, June's side of the story is that Lorna rang mum and said, why don't you send the chair? Lorna's version of this story is that mum sent Lorna several texts saying, call me, you must call me. And then when she did call her, bearing in mind Lorna's just had a newborn baby, um, <laughs> she, when she did ring, mum said, I think I should send the chair down because we've got the van, we can get it down to you and we'll get it recovered. Anyway, I didn't know that the chair was arriving when I took receipt of the items on that van. I said, what the hell is this disgusting old chair, right? <laughs> anyway, then Lorna got some quotes to reupholster it. It was gonna cost more than it could ever be worth. June was like, let's go halves on it. Lorna was like, I don't think so. But in the meantime, who sat looking at this disgusting chair in their brand new house, you. me. So in the end, I said, right, you've got 24 hours between you to decide what's happening with this horrible chair. Otherwise I'm getting rid, right? They both came to the conclusion that they should just get rid of the chair, right? So I was like, great, okay. Bobbed it on Gumtree, just wanna say, bobbed it on Gumtree, Angela came round that afternoon. She took the chair. She couldn't have been happier. She said, she said, do you think you could have reupholstered it? And I was like, Angela, it's funny you should mention that, actually. <laughs> she came and from of Enfield. Course, of course, Angela, Angela had, had a head full of brill cream. She was ready to go. <laughs> She said, oh, this will suit me down to the ground. <laughs> as, she, as she combed her Elvis quiff, quiff back. As she put her hair back and leaned back in, safe in the knowledge that it couldn't do any more damage. <laughs> and the poor chair thought, oh, God, not again. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Oh, honestly, like, John got it straight in the back, straight in the back of a Peugeot, and off she went. Angela yeah. took it back to Enfield. Shame she, had to, shame she had to pull her seat right up to the wheel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, fantastic. Uh, Will we do a bit of news from the north? Oh, let's. I've, I've lost the tab. Okay, so this comes from Reuters.com. Um, and I think this is a German publication. <clears throat> um, mm. Squirrel goes on rampage, injures three. Oh my God. Berlin. An aggressive squirrel attacked and injured three people in a German town before a 72-year-old pensioner dispatched the rampaging animal with his crutch. <laughs> <laughs> what? what a scene. <laughs> 
The squirrel first ran into a house in southern town of Pasu, leapt from behind um, on a 70-year-old woman and sank its teeth into her hand, a local police spokesman said on Thursday. With the squirrel still hanging from her hand, the woman Ah! ran into the street in panic where she managed to (laughs) shake it off. The animal then entered nightmare. The animal then entered a building site and jumped on a construction worker, injuring him on the hand and arm before he managed to fight it off with a measuring pole. After that, (laughs) this is outrageous. I need to read this in um, a German accent, and it's short and sweet. After Zads, the squirrel went into a 72-year-old man's garden with a mass- and massively attacked him on the arms, hand and thigh, the, police, oh, the spokesman said. He then terrifying. killed it with his crutch. The oh. spokesman said experts thought the attack may have been linked to a mating season because the squirrel was ill. And that bit... <laughs> That's the news. Oh, look, and, and look, Portsmouth crew, I know there's a lot of animal lovers and, and believe me, I'm not laughing at the, the squirrel's expense. It's just the story. It's just the way the story unfolded. <laughs> and the fact... But typical, but typical in, in true German fashion, there's no yeah. fluff. There's no nonsense here. No. This is facts, no. facts, 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 facts. Yeah. Done. Even the, even the eyewitness was very to the point, wasn't he? <laughs> This girl was crazy. Oh, God. It's also that it's leaked to mating season because it was ill. I'll say it was ill. Oh, my gosh. It was was more than just a a cold that had attacked this squirrel. Gosh. gosh. Oh, wow. What a scene. Imagine, imagine. Imagine the woman shaking it. Yeah, shaking out of her house. Terrifying! Oh my gosh! Wow! Now, my news from the north has come from Cheshire Live, which is easily one of my favourite publications. Mm. And can you imagine how delighted I was when I read this headline? Chester businessman creates dating app for men with small penises, attracting thousands worldwide. Good. Good gosh. Just a businessman has created a dating app for those who are less well endowed and it has attracted thousands of members from across the world. David Mins, 47, produced the site called Dinky One, which launched on the cusp of the pandemic last March and it has since had 118,911 people sign up for it. Mr. Mins has previously produced dating sites for gamers, bald men, transgender people, bald women, and those who are attracted to extreme age gaps in their relationships, reports North Wales Live. The app is aimed at men and women who possess or are attracted to those who are less well endowed. The dad of two began building his online dating empire after career which saw him working in Formula One and the aeronautical and shipping industries. He designed the software that simulated the wind tunnels that are now used to test prototype designs. There you go. 
Despite being happily married, the former medical and mechanical engineer had made 2.5 million keyboard impressions in developing an online platform that now hosts no fewer than 17 dating sites. Several of them are aimed at people who suffer body insecurity and who may be reluctant to front up to potential partners. Mrs. Minnis say Mr. Min, Mr. Mins said it can be a potential issue several weeks or months down the line when partners may feel they've been duped. By creating a niche site for like-minded people, everyone knows where they stand and there's much less anxiety involved. I created the bald dating site after hearing about the rise of hat fishing. An increasing number of men were trying to conceal their hair loss by wearing hats or hoods on dating apps. Mr. Mins was quick to realise the potential of niche sites. Along with those dealing with body dysmorphia, his lineup also caters for the gay community and fetish enthusiasts. The market is dominated by Tinder and Facebook dating, he said. However, these pretty much cover all the singles on the planet, so finding the right partner on these is almost impossible. The dinky one has been his runaway success, clocking up 1.5 million logins in its first year. It also registered 3.3 mess million messages, including the likes of Rate My Dinky and I'm Proud of My Dinky. So there we go. No, no one can say inclusivity is not forefront up north. No, absolutely not. I not when Mr. Minns is concerned. I think that's great. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Good for him and good for everyone involved. And may they all find love and live happily ever after. Yes. Now, Jules, do you want a hypothetical question? Yes, please. If you were perpetually surrounded by one aroma besides your natural smell, which you and everyone around you could smell, what would it be? So it's the smell, you've got your own aroma, sure, but you can smell it, everyone else can smell it. Is it only when I'm around? Yeah, yeah, you move with the scent, you see. <laughs> oh, sure, like people will be like, he's near. He's yeah. near. I He's can, here. I can, I can smell him. And I, want, I, I do want to say something floral, but not sickly floral. Mm. Something like, mm. you know, just, just like a light patchouli, but nothing like, I don't want any, I do like rose, but people hate oh. rose. And you wouldn't want that all day. Also, you've got to choose something that you don't mind smelling all the damn time. Well, you'd be immune to it. It's like me with tan. I, can't, I just can't smell it anymore no. because I, of work, all those years. Yeah. Um, so I think, and part of me is like something fresh, like the ocean. That might be a nice smell. Mm. It's, that's a very comforting yeah. smell. Clean, Co yes. Clean. Uh, do you know, actually, I'm going to go with clean ocean breeze that's lovely not, <laughs> you know like just that that gentle waft as you walk down to the sea yeah that's what i'm after I'm not after i'm not after uk ocean breeze either i'm going no. for something oh no you don't a want a little that. bit overseas <laughs> no yeah yeah i don't need any you don't... don't need any scarborough ocean no. breeze i'm you want blackpool wafting through absolutely not you no, want think... big li you want big little lies you want wherever they are with those big beach houses you want that yeah i mean i was also just gonna go with something simple like the coat dessert but whatever <laughs> yeah fine <laughs> marvelous so fresh 
ocean breeze is what you're mm. going for for the aroma lovely um portslough crew we absolutely adore you for listening we love you love. so much thank you so much for being here um you can write to us oh please do we love a tasteless postcard we love a knickknack or we just love a letter just written on very simple note paper just put pen to paper pop it in the post we'd love to see it uh, the address is the portsloop crew hq p.o box 66747 london nw5 9gh um, do send do... us something to see if it is being redirected actually no it is it is honestly it is. i've had things this week it's the redirection continues we're looking oh, great. to it i'm sure at some great. point i'm sure um we do always finish on jules's word or affirmation of the week what have you gone for I'm going to go with a word, and it's a mm. word that you may know, but I also, I think it just needs reinstating. Uh, and that is outlandish. Nice. Could you use it in a sentence? So outlandish means looking or sounding bizarre or unfamiliar. Yeah. June, the delivery of that chair sounded incredibly <laughs> outlandish. It was, actually. It bloody well was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.